Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I'm Matt Ford. I'm Paul McCaffrey. And together we're bringing you the show. Matt Dyson is away, but I've got to tell you, a real pleasure doing the show with you today, Paul. I've had a great time. We've had a real old laugh, haven't we? We certainly have. We're two good friends. Yeah. First time we've seen each other in a long time. It's been a while. It's been too long. Yeah. And here we are, broadcasting together. For Unbelievable. All this time. Making dreams come true. Well, you made my dreams come true, and you're on tour at the moment. I am. Well, I, yeah, I've got two dates left, Southend and... Uh, where is the other one? Oh, Farnham. When's Farnham? Farnham is next Friday. OK, and people can get tickets where? They certainly can, from the box office of the Farnham Maltings... Whatever it is, yeah, uh, arts great. Center. I mean, we, you know, it's your tour, Paul. Yeah, Farnham whatever Maltings it is, website. You know. But they can, can they buy them on your website? Yeah. And what is that website, Paul? PaulMcCaffrey.com. Have you done PR before? <laughs> you promoted stuff, right? Yeah, just buy tickets. Where can they get them? Oh, that's not my problem, is it? Tell people to just turn up. Yeah. Well, we've got a cracking show for you, in which Paul may or may not um, make you want to go and see him live. Let's decide at the end. I think people would want to come and see me. I think I've been on fairly good form. Fairly good form? Imagine that on a poster. He's on fairly good form, the Daily Mail. Enjoy the show. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford. And we are delighted to welcome back the fantastic star of Live at the Apollo in Practical Jokers and loads of other things, Paul McCaffrey. Oh, Paul. thanks. What a lovely intro. It's nice to be here. Well, we're lucky to have you. You're on tour at the moment. You're I in am. Southend tonight. <laughs> yeah, they're lucky to have me. Unfortunately, I don't <laughs> to appreciate that. So lucky they've decided to all stay at home. <laughs> well, that changes now. The people of Southend. Come on. What's the venue? Uh, the Palace Theatre. Lovely. You know it? I don't I think know I'm it. playing in the main auditorium. Well, the um, car park. Yeah, It's on exactly. a bit of a bit. It's now, not so. I'm just going to turn up start doing my material outside. <laughs> <laughs> While people are queuing up for Madam Butterfly. <laughs> well, Paul McCaffrey is on tour with Lemon. And where, where are you tomorrow? Tomorrow I'm just at home. Oh, great. Yeah. Can we come to that? <laughs> no, absolutely that not. That sounds no. better. I'm going to be sat at home in my pants eating popcorn. <laughs> well, he's doing one of those things now, but which one is it? Guess. Text us on 8.12.15. Here to preview what is a special day. It's international yeah. football. It's lower league. Some would say less glamorous. No less entertaining. It's Paul McCaffrey. So, Matt, as you say, no Premier League fixtures this week as it is the international break. England beat Albania 5-0 last night in their qualifier for the 2022 World Cup, or Qatar hero, as I like to call it. Nice! With a hat-trick from Harry. Come on! (laughs) A hat-trick from Harry, who proved he was both Kane and Abel. Man United players saw the international weekend as an opportunity to take a well-earned break from not scoring goals, as Harry Maguire also (laughs) found the back of the net. a big night for the Harrys last night, and I'd like to be the first to start the movement to get the ramp on Wembley Way, na- Way renamed Harry Hill. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. We've never seen anything like this. <laughs> Maguire's celebration, where he appears to gesture that he's silencing his critics, has been called embarrassing by Roy Keane, who continues to take public swipes at Maguire like a jilted ex-lover. <laughs> I'd like to go on record with this. If Roy Keane started bad-mouthing me and calling me an embarrassment on national TV, and I ran into him, I'd walk right up to him and say, thank you very much, Mr. Pisa. <laughs> Uh, Meanwhile, it's all changed on the management front and the premiership this week. Stevie G has left Rangers to join Villa. I think it was probably inevitable. Uh, as soon as the right job came up in the Prem, that he was going to jump ship. Uh, like the French actor, for a while at Ibrox, it's very much been a case of Gerard Depardieu. Oh! Oh, my 
word. <laughs> this is incredible. He's taking on the whole world here. <laughs> and after his sacking at Villa, Dean Smith looks set to join Delia Smith at Carrow oh. Road as Norwich become the Smiths. But will he prove to be this charming man for the Canaries as they turn their season round, or will it be a case of, heaven knows, they're even more miserable oh, now? Oh, this is incredible, Paul. That's, that, that's a standing O, man. I've never seen it. <laughs> I've never experienced radio like it. Wowee. Please, Britain, stand and applaud. In fact, take a photo of yourself <laughs> applauding the radio and tweet it to us at R&R Football. Yes! Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. You can now take your seats after giving Paul McCaffrey a prolonged standing ovation for the duration of that song. And what a start to the weekend last night. Scotland, phenomenal. England, rampant. It's exciting times, isn't it, Paul? It's very exciting times, yeah. I didn't catch either of the games, but... Oh, uh, right, OK. Uh, I'll talk about something else then. Exciting results, nonetheless. Play the game, mate, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Paul, as well as being an England fan, he's also a Southampton fan. Yeah, for my sins. And uh, (laughs) not a bad little run at the moment? Yeah, started to win some games, which is always, uh, always a bonus. And you get to see the Sainty Boys much? I've only been once, went to the West Ham game, which Not, was... Uh, well, this season, you mean? Yeah. I thought, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. that's what I was... It made it sound like you'd only ever been once. No, no, I've been more than once, yeah, but... This Twice? Was, <laughs> I don't know, I've not kept count, but... Uh, <laughs> numerous times. Uh, I had a season ticket, actually, when we were in League One, and I used to go a lot in the 90s. But, uh, obviously, work commitments mean that I'm able to go not as much as I would like to anymore, but I went to the West Ham game. <laughs> you turned it into, like, a police interview, like, I did used to go, but I've not been able to go because of work. Well, well I mean, are you going to release me or charge me? What's going on here? I just wasn't ready for this line of questioning. I'm, I feel chat. like I'm under the cards. You me into a corner. <laughs> I don't know what. I feel guilty of something that I haven't done. Well, I'm no. not going to watch Southampton often yeah. enough, I guess. But you're making me question whether I have actually only been once this season. I'm now sort of I'm starting to doubt myself. All right. So you've, you've misled us all. <laughs> this is a terrible start. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. There's an advert then before the Adele song for a Queen tribute band. Right. You can get tickets at absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets. Have you ever seen a tribute band of any band? Yeah, I've seen a few, actually. I've seen Oasis. Oh, man. I've seen so many Oasis tribute bands. What other non-Oasis ones have you seen? I'm, I, I, can't not, I can't think off the top of my head, but I do love a tribute band name. Yes. Fred Zeppelin. <laughs> Brian, Brian Maiden. <laughs> Jeff, Le- Jeff, Jeff Leppard. <laughs> Are you making these up? No. <laughs> there, is uh, uh, there is one called Jeff Leppard. I absolutely <laughs> love a tribute band name. What an odd way to live your life, isn't it? But you're what, what's so funny about it is, obviously you get to hear the hits. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Oasis... Oasisn't, no Oasis, <laughs> definitely might be. Oasis? Oasis. <laughs> I went to see Definitely Might Be in Glasgow. <laughs> and people were treating it like they were really Oasis. I know, well, like... that's the problem. You know, the lines get blurred and you get carried. The people, I think they have sort of personality syndrome when well, they get carried away and start thinking that they are the person. Because the thing is, it's one, like the bootleg Beatles are probably the most famous. Yeah. I think wear some prosthetics, don't they? So they look like them and stuff. Well, I actually saw them at the Albert Hall when I was in a box and annoyingly, they didn't change out of the winkle 
apple pickers they had from the sort of please please me era. Yeah. So they're doing like strawberry fields in flares, <laughs> sort of like pashmina and a pair of winkle pickers. And it, I've got to say, it really ruined the experience for me. Because <laughs> there's nothing. Oasis is probably the funniest ones because watching someone pretend to be Liam Gallagher. Well, watching me at any point of the last sort of 30 years, basically. <laughs> But when you so we, I went to see Oasis at a pub in Harlington, mm. Hayes and Harlington, around there, wherever it was. And the guy was so committed to being Liam Gallagher, afterwards he wouldn't help the rest of the band like pack up. <laughs> and they're going, Dave, he's going, no, 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 I don't do that, mate. I'm a frontman, mate. You're like, Dave, what? You said you never was like, you're not. Van. You work in IT for B&Q. Also, Get in the van. He was six foot four. He's like, like a giant Liam Gallagher. He looked like someone had ordered like, one of those um, like, cardboard cars on the internet but got the wrong size. People are going, he's massive. Because what happens is an Oasis one, you get the guy doing Liam, I mean that yeah. so much of it hangs on that. But then the guy playing Noel has to be able to do the little twiddly. Yes. Bit. The rest of it, they could be any band. Yeah. It's just like, you know, a mate who looks like George Dawes on drums. Like, <laughs> no one's going, oh, he's Bonehead or he's Andy Bell. Yeah. Oh, man, well, have you seen a tribute band? Text us on 8, 12, 15. And what are the best tribute band names? I'd never heard of any of those. What was it? Brian Maiden and Jeff Leppard? Jeff Leppard, yeah. And uh, Fred Zeppelin. <laughs> also, there's Dread Zeppelin, isn't there, that do like the reggae covers of uh, Led Zeppelin tunes. I've seen. Uh, then at least that. So what's the Morrissey guys? Isn't they like a Mexican Morrissey or something? Yes. So that's quite cool. And Elvis, what's the Elvis? Isn't that like a Mexican Elvis? I don't know. Yeah, and then it's like a, then that's its own thing. I'd like to start one where I give out free bread in the interval and call it Hovis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. These tribute band texts, Paul. Amazing. So many coming in. What are your favourites? Well, uh, to have a couple of people saying that they've seen Pete Loaf in <laughs> Ben and <laughs> You know, but it's the ones that are like a person's actual name. Yeah. Like Jeff Leppard, Brian Maiden. Yeah. It just sounds like it's a guy called Pete Loaf. Well, obviously, someone we've both seen is the Red Hot Chili Pipers up in, uh, in Scotland. Oh, amazing. And they do sort of bagpipe covers of uh, well-known, yeah, sort of rock songs and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, proxy music. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's clever. <laughs> yeah. Blobby Williams. <laughs> I don't know if you can really that's say. just Robbie Williams. <laughs> um... What else have we got here? Um, well, apparently there's a festival. Well, there's a couple of festivals that people are sort of letting us know about. The Glas- Glaston Budget. I've always wanted to go to that. Where is it? Is it... It's in a field somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly where, though. We'll in the Google West Country, yeah, over that way. Well, I think so, but it's like, it's a tribute band, Glastonbury. Well, it's a venue, actually, in New Cross. I forget what it's called. Is it a New Cross? But that just specialises in... Tribute bands? Yeah. Um, on the sort of high road down there, so you see it out the front. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, that, 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 that's their sort of special, that's their stock in trade. Texters on 8, 12, 15, the, uh, the best tribute bands you've seen. I mean, some people do like really get into like, the bootleg Beatles or the Fab Four, they're, like, they're a well-known tribute bands, aren't they? Yeah, that... people make a good living out of it. Malt Loaf? Getting <laughs> <laughs> Bolton! Oh, wow. He was brilliant. He had the frills, dry ice and everything. Came bursting out of the kitchen door of the pub in full character. I mean, that's what's funny about it, is you get to see someone pretending to be like Meatloaf in a pub in Wigan. Like, it's yeah. the, it's the, you're never going to see Meatloaf play. I mean, if, if Meatloaf, I'm sure, maybe on the way up he played a couple of pubs in Wigan. But it's the novelty of seeing someone in that setting do it. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to see Malt Loaf. 
More life sounds like a well, a, a vegetarian version of meat. Yeah, life. very woke. It wouldn't be bat out of hell, would it? It'd be um, <laughs> oh cat. No, that's still meat. Rat. That's meat as well. What's a what would be like a, a like a hat a, out of hell? <laughs> <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Paul McCaffrey. We're delighted to be joined by two Notts County fans who run Notts County Talk, a YouTube show as part of our Glory Hunters feature. By pure chance, we are following the oldest football league club in the world who sadly find themselves out of the football league, but they're at home today to Solihull Moors and we're joined by Thomas Wagstaff and George Vizard. Fellas, we're hearing that Notts County are trying to break a record for attendance in non-league football today. Do you know if they're going to do it? Um, it, it looks that way, to be fair. Um, I think the, the attendance record is just over 11,000. And by Monday or Tuesday, we broke a 10,000 record. Wow. Um, for sales. And, you know, the club were really trying to push everything. So we've got players in the ticket office trying to sell tickets. We've had people on local radio. It's, it's been, it's been mass- a massive push from everyone. And so how do you end up supporting County instead of Forest then? Um, well... For me, it was at school. We were given free tickets at school at my uh, my primary school. I was about seven or eight, um, and I've never looked back since. Oh wow! Unfortunately, yeah. And how old are you now? I'm 25 now. Okay, so like eight, for 18 years you've been supporting County. I mean, it, it's not it's not been an easy experience. Uh, no, it hasn't. Not by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, uh, it's been hard. But since we've set, so well, obviously been supporting County for that long. But since we've set our YouTube channel up. Um, three years ago we've seen um, a relegation a playoff final defeat a playoff semi-final defeat we lost to Hornchurch who are about six leagues below us in the FA Trophy so it's, it's never easy being a Notts fan and how do you feel about Forest? because I don't know what drives uh, County fans mad is the fact that uh, we quite like Notts County but is that reciprocated? Um, uh, well, well um, I don't think there's as much of a rivalry as there could be yeah. I think um, Forest and Derby is obviously a huge rivalry. We have uh, quite a dislike for Mansfield. I, I think if if all goes to plan and we get promoted this season, and the uh, the gap between the two teams starts to shorten, then I think there will definitely be more of a rivalry between us. But there's not there's not too much dislike at the minute. But I could see it definitely growing. And of course, you're on you're you're in the playoff spots. You're pushing for promotion. Do you think this will be the year? I feel I feel like it has to be for for so many reasons. I feel like we've got a really good squad together. Um, the spine of the squad is a lot of it is from last season, um, so I feel like we might lose a few of those players. Um, but we've, we've got good momentum at the minute. If we can keep pushing that through, I feel like you know it, it, there's no better time for us to really get promoted. It's a real tough season though. There's lots of teams in our league that are going to be up there and they're difficult games, aren't they? And how good are the pies at Meadow Lane these days? Well. Uh, I think mean, they got rid of. There's a bit of controversy. They got rid of the chicken bolty pie. Why? Was, uh, well, <laughs> I, I, well, that's what all the fans are asking. But um, yeah, there's, <gasps> I know there's a, de- there's a deal on today. A pie and a pie for a fiver if you get down early. So they, they must be pretty good. Mate, you, it, you can't get a pint on its own for a fiver in London, let alone with a pie on the side. There you go. That's it. So what happened with chicken bolty gate then? I mean, <laughs> I'm presuming a lot of these people turning up today are going to protest. Uh, yeah, there might be a protest today. Yeah, we'll see. With with, uh, with big attendance expected, it could get out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, it's an absolute pleasure talking to you. We're all behind County today. We hope you win. Thanks, mate. Yeah, Thanks, cheers. Thanks for having us on. You pairs. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football.
Well, what an exclusive we've got for you now. So many people getting in touch about tribute bands they've seen, but we've got a genuine star of a tribute band, the guitarist from the Coldplay tribute band Cold Place. Dean joins us now. Dean, tell us your story, man. How did this all start? Uh, well, yeah, a bit crazy. I've been in the band about 10 years. I think the band's been on the go about 18 years now, so far, so almost as long as Coldplay itself. Yeah. And and like, how well is it going? Uh, yeah, really well. We've we've travelled the world. We're yeah, it's it's been great. We've played to some massive crowds. It's kind of a it's, it's a bit strange. You can play <clears throat> to like you know thirty thousand people one day and then be sat at your desk on a Monday morning thinking, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> so you still got a day job? Yes, yeah, yeah. We've all got day jobs. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it must be such a. Gr- I mean, do you see it as a job or a hobby? Uh, a little bit of both, I suppose. Really. Because it must be such a cool thing. Obviously, you're pretend. I mean, the songs are great, so I, I'm guessing you like Coldplay's music. Yeah, we're all massive fans, which I think helps. But there are a lot of tribute bands um, where you talk to the people and, and they're like, oh, I don't even, you know, I don't even really like Oasis. And you're like, why are you in a tribute band then? <laughs> Is there much rivalry in the sort of like tribute band community? Um, no, it's actually quite, um, it's quite friendly, really. Um, but there's, there's tons of like tribute bands festivals throughout the summer, so we kind of mix a lot, and it's like a little a little family, if you like, so, yeah, it's, it's nice. And you're gigging tonight. Whereabouts are you tonight? We're in Verwood tonight. It's um, I think it's almost sold out, actually. The Verwood Hub is a theatre. Oh, wow. So how many people were talking? Uh, I think it's about 300, just over 300 people That's tonight. That's amazing! Yeah. And you know when you do In My Place, do you say, in cold place, in cold place? We don't know, but we probably should. Just as like a little nod to the. Uh... We'll, we'll bring that. We'll bring that in tonight, I think. Yeah, well, you know, that's just you can chuck that in bit of uh, on stage yeah, pants, we'll, you know. We'll keep that one. Have that for free. Dean, what an absolute pleasure talking to you. Have a great gig tonight. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Cheers. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Jerry in Plymouth says, Scott Chocolate. You know the ones that are like, we've had, there's a, the people are getting in touch about Elvana, which is a Elvis-fronted Nirvana tribute. Oh, yeah, band. I've heard of that. That'd be quite cool, because that's like novel, isn't it? That's well, like a... let's... That wasn't Elvis or Nirvana. <laughs> well, let's... Go on, have a go at it. What was that? <laughs> well, it was going to be Elvis, but I bailed early Try doors. it. Here we go. Paul McCaffrey <laughs> as Elvis. Will that so... <laughs> Yeah, no, I've never, never done. He that really else. bottled out of that, I didn't did, he? Yeah, he yeah, went yeah. for it, went for it a second time, and then basically tried to go home. <laughs> he had a terrible time there. Scott chocolate. So would that be Scottish versions of hot chocolate? Would that be like a bagpipe-based hot chocolate? You would hope so. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, Graham in Whitstable went to see Ron Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it when they manage to sort of get into the top, alluding to the fact that they are a tribute band. That's the, they're the genius yes. ones, aren't they? We've had a text from someone. Fake that. Perfect. That is possibly. Yeah. Because that does the work. It says we're it not really take that. Exactly right. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of one. Um, really, so Oasis. That would be. You know. That's a yeah. good. No Oasis. Yeah. And then there was no Oasis. Who actually got in the charts? Did they? Do you remember? They sold out Glasgow Barrowlands in 1996. They were incredible. Oasis wasn't it? was so big that even their tribute bands were doing like mega venues. Yeah. They did a. They did. I'd like to teach the world to sing. Do you remember they were in the charts? No I Oasis. Well, no, I don't remember that. No. People will remember this. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the How Time Entertainment. We are delighted to be joined by England, Rangers, Everton, Marseille, Burnley legend Trevor Stephen. Trevor, welcome to Rock and Roll Football. Good afternoon, how are you? Very, very good. Very excited to talk to you. You were the first footballers I was aware of as a kid, so this is very cool. Um, remembering I, that... I was one of the footballers you were aware of, or the footballer you were aware of. Well, one of, but I can say thee if that would help. <laughs> oh, OK, yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, man, I mean, that period of football, you know, when you're playing sort yeah. of at Burnley in 1980 and then playing right through to the 90s. I mean, football's changed a lot since then, but from 1980 when you are first at Burnley to then when you're leaving Rangers in 97, football must yeah. have changed so much. Oh, you know, where do you start you know, with that? The game is driven by money now whereas in those days it was just a just a social sport really and uh, earnings weren't particularly high I have to say I remember my first my first salary well, my first wage um, at 16 17 was 17 pounds a week you know but uh, that's like a paperboy wage <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I, at the end of the season, here's the thing. At the end of the season, and I was still an apprentice player. We had to dig up the pitch with the, with spades. There were ten of us, and we we weren't allowed to go on our summer holidays until we could dug the pitch up. This sounds uh, more like so community service, Trevor. <laughs> it's like a chain gang. It was character building, I think we call it. Yes, yes, that's what they say. Um, you had two spells at Rangers. Uh, obviously, Stephen Gerrard has just left Rangers for Aston Villa. A lot of Rangers fans are very upset. Do you think it was the right move for him? I'm not sure. I think the, the jury's out on that. Um, you know, people who have not followed Scottish football or fo- followed um, Rangers, um, and you can say the same about Celtic, they're massive football mm. clubs. I mean, huge. And with no disrespect to... Uh, to Aston Villa, they can't actually be compared uh, for the size of their database, their, their global support. God, yeah, and you feel that history in the in the stadium, mm. in the blue room, and in the trophy room, mm. as well as playing for Rangers and Everton and, and Burnley. You also had a spell at Marseille. What was your French like, Trevor? Did did you make an effort to learn the language? Uh, I, I did. Uh, I was twenty six, twenty seven when uh, I joined Chris Waddle at, at Marseille. Oh yeah. Players like uh, Papin and uh, and I played in midfield with Didier Deschamps. Wow, we. Uh, so we're going back here to the nineteen ninety one. But the language I found was extremely difficult. I felt um, you feel a bit inhibited that you can't converse properly. So I, I really had a, a go at learning the language, and uh, I found the better I got, the better I was actually communicating on the field and it led to improvement in my performances. And so oh, even, wow. even to this day, even to this day, I, yeah, I take language seriously. I, um, I've been connecting with uh, Rosetta Stone, uh, the, the you know, very famous language learning online um, course provider. And even now I'm doing a thing with them uh, to encourage footballers to pick up um, language uh, as an extra language. Of course, I still do my French. So with Rosetta Stone, we've got this free sign-up before November the 30th. If any any grassroots footballers or academy footballers want to go onto the Rosetta Stone um, app, 
they'll get three free months uh, of, of tuition. Yeah, oui, euh, je vous dois une boisson, euh, monsieur. Euh, euh, de voilà, bière, voilà. s'il vous plaît. Vous parlez très, très bien, monsieur. I think I was, just, I was using like the one French sentence that I know. That's how you start, though. You know, you, you learn a word, you learn a, a phrase, and then you get 10 phrases after a while. And all of a sudden, you, you can converse I'll have a basic conversation at least. And how would you say you're listening to rock and roll football on Absolute Radio in French? Ah, vous écoutez Absolute Radio cet après-midi en vivre pour tout le monde. Amazing, Trevor. Thank you so much. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We're talking about tribute bands, and Paul, you were talking about the ones that you like. I like a bit of creativity, yeah. so I like it when it alludes to the fact that um, they are not, you know, the band. So, it, or the, the fact that they are a tribute band. So, like for example, if I was going to be in a Libertines tribute band, I yeah. might call it the Fibertines. Oh, great! I also like a bit of creativity where you'll get the kind of person's actual profession in, or like something about them. So maybe a bricklaying Rod Stewart impersonator called Hod Stewart. Wow! Have you just made that? Yeah. That's incredible, Paul. I'm good, aren't I? I mean, people, like, if you're in the South End area, you've got to go and see this guy tonight. Listen to... Well, after you said the ones that hint at the fact that they're to the tribute band yeah. genre, not the hoople. Perfect. <laughs> Bingo. The Foe Fighters. Bingo Star. Oh, Bingo Star. Could call out the Bingo and do Beatles tracks. Oh, number 10. <laughs> Boris's Den. Two Little Ducks. On the Isle of Sodor. <laughs> I mean, that could just be any Beatle, couldn't it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I remember it's more Macca, that, I think. Yeah. I, I tried to do Paul McCartney recently and have the kind of, um, you know, slight ageing in the voice. It's very good. You're a big fan of the Beatles. But he does that thing, doesn't he, where we'll talk like that about John. <laughs> I really deep. I did that in Berlin. And it sort of go very deep on, yeah. the, on the second syllable. Excellent. We're just workshopping comedy here. Paul's been doing his tribute band names. I'm chucking in a few topical impressions of the Beatles. I mean, you could go on uh, out on tour as a Paul McCartney impressionist, and based on that, you could call it Maul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. This one here says, I saw a great jam tribute band called A Band Called Malice. Yeah, I mean, that's just... Oh, I see. Called a band, yeah, a band called Malice. I've just seen it. They were a band called Malice. I have, have not given uh, that the creative sort yeah. of. Uh, oh, you're uh, getting a big eye roll here, pal. Yeah, sorry, mate. I th- uh, a band called Malice is very good. I thought they were just called Malice. Uh, at which point I was going to interject, say that uh, the Sham Jam would have been better. Yeah, or just the Sham. Uh, yeah, or the Marmalade. <laughs> oh, amazing! Now yeah. that's clever. But a band called Malice is very good. I thought it was just called Malice. Maroon Live. <laughs> Yeah. This is someone's job here, Paul. I know. I'd have gone for the Burgundy Five, personally. Oh, nice. You see, that's where you've got that great lateral thinking yeah. brain. But it sounds more like a wine club, doesn't or it? Or the, the Mauve Five. Yeah. OK, not. Yeah. Prefer the Maroon that's Five. Fine. Why don't you go and watch them then, mate, if you like it that much? <laughs> oh, no. Someone says I saw Foasis at my local pub Very nice. Buzzardin. So the good ones are out there. They are out there. I mean, the Frank, there's also Frankie Vallon and the Seasons, uh, and the Four Seasons, called The Seasons. Well, that's not like... They've not done any work there, have they? They've just got rid of half of the, the, the name. And also, how many seasons are you promising? You know, the Four Seasons works because there are four seasons. Very crafty. 
But you're going, what? You just, and which two do we get? Do we get autumn and spring? We get, oh, winter and summer are showing up. Spring's come down with the cold. Um, the best tribute band joke ever is on the Royal Family. Do you remember that? No. When it says we're in a Cure tribute band, but we called ourselves The Prevention. Oh, very nice. We want to be better than The Cure. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. People are still getting in touch with these amazing <laughs> tribute band names. If you're in one, text us on 81215 and let us know about the ones you've actually seen. Um, but so many great ones, Paul. I'd like to round up uh, a load of blokes all called Roy and start a pub covers band in Manchester called the Roy Division. That's a really good idea. <laughs> Thank you. That's, if you were in like a fantasy football league, you could call it the Roy Division. Yeah. That... If you're all called Roy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not. Been absolute waste Don't of time. Don't bother. I mean, it would make no <laughs> sense at all. <laughs> Earlier, you suggested that Burgundy Five would be a good yeah. Maroon Five tribute band name. Tigger in Reading says Burgundy Five sounds like a chateau robbery. It sounds like a miscarriage of justice, doesn't it? The Burgundy Five have appealed to the Prime Minister. Breaking news: The Burgundy Five have been made released. away with a load of <laughs> bottles of red. <laughs> uh, the ones we know of are John Bovey. Lovely. That's not bad. Nice little play on words, that. Yeah. Um, there's one, uh, Stone Roses one, that's, I think, unbroadcastable. Uh, the Manic <laughs> Pub Preachers. That's not great. No. I mean, I get that it says they're playing pubs. Unless they're sort of doing, yeah, kind of qu- qu- choral uh, versions of the songs, or they're sort of, yeah, going around. You could also have, like, a bunch of uh, women of the cloth and call themselves nuns and roses. That's a great idea. And they could be like a left wing. <laughs> but as you try and like get too many in, you're like, yeah, okay, so they're, they're in a convent um, and they love the Labour Party, and, but they also really like Axel Rose, their nuns and roses. Well, invent one. It doesn't have to be ones you've seen. Brilliant. Creative writing challenge. Paul, so many to pick from. Oh, I mean, I t- uh, straight away I'm drawn to Green Deja Vu. Genius. People halfway through going, I'm sure I've seen this band before. <laughs> so when it says the fillers for the killers. Oh, lovely, a load of dental nurses. Oh, yeah. Well, that'll be the fillings. Oh, yeah, I guess if you do a filling, you are a filler. Yeah, and uh, what about a band called, and I really like this one, The Five Dave Clarks. Everyone has the same name, and that's like a play on the Dave Clark Five. Yeah, that's clever. Really nice. Harder to assemble, because the Dave Clark Five just needs one Dave Clark. Yeah. And then there is Ben, but trying to find five Dave Clarks. Yeah, it'll be Although like... it's, it's a bit John Smith, isn't it? the phone book. Yeah. <laughs> Does it still exist? It must do. Google in it. In some form. Just Google it. Oh, brilliant. Me and my mate, Clock. What a great name. There's a story there. Do let us know why your mate's called Clock. Went to see Nearly Diamond. Amazing. Neely Diamond. If That's he, so clever. If he doesn't do a version of Sweet Caroline called Savory Caroline, he's really missing <laughs> yeah, a trick. Yeah. Or even if he just called himself like Gem, because then he's nearly diamond. Uh, I think the audience that, that would probably go to that gig is having to do too much of the work there. Yeah. Uh, did I do a bad one? <laughs> no. Something annoyed you this week. Need to get it off your chest? Email it to football at absoluteradio.co.uk and one of the Roys will rant about it. Hodgson and Keane at your service. Roy's rants on rock and roll football. So, uh, Bilbo Bakewell, <laughs> sounds like a bit of a tart, <laughs> on Twitter, would like to hear Roy's thoughts on Christmas adverts being on television too early, uh, too already. Is it too early? Oh. 
Yeah, that's me. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, yeah. You don't seem too impressed to meet me, Paul. <laughs> we'll meet many former England managers, do you? The regular basis, do you, mate? <laughs> no, not often, no. Oh, OK. You're not a fan of mine or something? Yeah, big fan, actually. I, I like you. Old school. And what do you prefer, a time at Fulham or Quittle Palace or uh, <laughs> Liverpool or all the England job? I liked you at Fulham, actually, boy. Yeah. European, great adventure. <laughs> you like to travel Europe, Liverpool? I do, yeah. What's your favourite part of Europe? But I'm a big fan of Berlin, boy. Oh, I like Berlin. Great market, eh? Yeah. All oh, my market, I'm in Berlin. It's wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I, I have a couple of Pilsners, I do. And, big uh, Steins of the stuff. Oh, Wallenbier, that's so... my favourite. <laughs> Strong, though, isn't it? Yeah, but I'll tell you what, strong, but you don't, you wake up with a very queer red. And I'll tell you what else I like about Berlin, the sausage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do a blackburst or a currywurst. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, currywurst, lovely stuff. Well, every store you go to, it's very different flavours of currywurst. Oh, that one was a bit tangy, over yeah, there. Yeah, and some of the sort of sauce comes with a bit more of a watery consistency, which I don't like. I like don't a full-bodied... It's, more, it's like a sort of curry ketchup, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I like my currywurst sauce like I like my co-hosts. Thick. <laughs> and reasonably priced. <laughs> anyway, Christmas. Ooh, we'll die number for a lot of people. Because they are the purists out there, Paul. So, you know, Christmas, Advent, you know, December the 1st, and then not a moment before. I've got to tell you, I'm mellowing in my old age. You know, I now put my Christmas tree up in November. I like to get the most out of it, you know, particularly the last year and a half. So I'm not cynical at all. What was the question again? Oh, I was slightly lost. Uh, Christmas adverts on television already, Roy. Is it too early? No, I'm all for it because you've got to spread a bit of love and happiness, you know. Especially in this, you know, this cold, unforgiving world. A wee bit of I oh, like the Audi one. Uh, it was it little with uh, Marcus Radishford, uh, uh, Radishford. I should have said very good. <laughs> and I've written John Lewis every year. Oh, it makes me quite poor. Do you find the uh, John Lewis advert emotional? Does it move I have you? done, yeah. Not oh. so much this year. Is that the one where the alien lands on oh, it? Yeah. First, cause, yeah, not oh, yeah. That, but the old man on the moon, that one got me. And an Oasis cover version. Yeah. Like, half a world away. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I find that quite moving, yeah. I mean, I do have questions about this year's John Lewis advert. I watching this alien and a young boy forming a very deeply emotional bond before the alien leaves. <laughs> what are we supposed to infer from this from John Lewis? That the uh, alien will have kitted out his spacecraft with, uh, you know, <laughs> double cotton linen, oh, you know, what they, a nice mirror. Do you buy from John Lewis, do you, Paul? When I can afford to, yeah. What's the last thing you bought from John Lewis, Paul? Last thing I bought from a uh, kettle and a toaster. Kettle and a toaster? Oh, actually, a cot. Oh. Yeah. You sleep in it, do you, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Rock and roll football. Podcast done. Well, there you go. That was the podcast, and I think... I think people will come and see you on tour. I think so. And do you know where they can buy tickets for that final date in Farnham? They can, tickets are available from my website, paulmccaffrey.com, uh, or you can follow me on Instagram, Paul McCaffrey Comedian, and you can find it through there, or go to the Farnham Maltings website. OK, well, you've got a job to do, listeners. You've got to, Let's all go to Farnham. Why Wouldn't not? that be a great day out? It really would. Have you been to Farnham before? 
I don't know. Nice place. Is it near Winchester? It is, about 31 miles away. Perfect. Mm. Drive there and back. Yeah, will do. Sorted. <laughs> <laughs> it's just turned into a... It's just two mates just going, all right, yeah, see you next week then. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> 